Welcome back to the Black Letter Podcast. We set out to create an entertaining and exciting podcast about law and business. Black Letter, the name, comes from the Gothic typeset. Over time, Black Letter became the only font that English law books were printed in. It made it harder for kind of the common person to understand what the English law books said. Black Letter came to represent something that was law, that was set in stone, that was sort of old and a well-settled fundamental principle of law. We're here to demystify black letter law. We're here to demystify things that happen in business and law and where those two meet. And I hope you have fun listening. Hi, listeners uh, and viewers. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Letter Podcast. With me is Mark Nichols again. As we said last week, Mark's going to share with us his closing remarks, his pieces of advice about life, business, and everything in between. Uh, Mark, I'll, I'll just hand it off to you. Well, thank you, Tom, again. I appreciate it. So I'm just going to maybe share with your viewers and listeners uh, you know, a couple of pieces of advice that I normally give to, particularly the young people who ask me for, you know, for career advice. One is I'm with a plan. <laughs> um, you would think that that would just be an obvious thing, but for a lot of us, um, it isn't because you feel like you are in a lot of control over your career because, you know, it depends on what your boss wants you to do. It depends on, you know, the, you know, where you're located. It, you know, there are a lot of factors, but there are some things you do control, you know, having your mind's eye where you want to be 20 to 25 years from now. If it's general counsel, CEO, chief marketing officer, chief librarian, whatever it is. And then from there, what are the component pieces that you need in order to be competitive in your career 20 to 25 years from now when you're eligible to be considered for that role? Because you will have been in this industry or in this, this practice for, for, for a long time. You know, people are going to be looking to you for sage wisdom. Um, uh, maybe, you know, some of us are already at that stage. Uh, sticking to something that I know. If you want to be general counsel, okay, well, I'm going to need to know something about labor and employment. I'm going to need to know something about litigation. I'm going to need to know something about corporate governance, you know, all these, all these like component pieces. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, so, <laughs> uh, you know, managing people. You know, so you have all, all, all of these different component pieces. Okay. Now I need to build steps to get to where I want to be 20 to 25 years from now, just to be competitive. So I tell them, think about your career in five-year increments and then figure out whether you need all five years to, to do something. Maybe you need five years of labor and employment experience. Uh, maybe you need, um, you know, maybe instead, because you're more interested in a technological company, maybe you might need more you know, five to seven years of intellectual property experience because that's going to be more important for the type of industry that you're going into. Uh, in order to establish your career um, and your footprint within that industry. Whatever it is, figure out in five-year increments what you need. Sometimes you may only need to stay for a couple of years. Sometimes you may need to stay for seven. Five is not you know, hard and fast, but it's, it, it can flex one way or the other. You have to figure out whether you're ready for the next um, part of or whatever that next step is. And then don't be afraid to take it. Don't be afraid to pursue it. And don't be afraid to leave your current employer if that's what it takes in order for you to get it. A lot of people are tend to be, um, I think, more beholden to their 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 current or former companies. You know, I'm a case in point. 
I absolutely love Rolls Royce. My experience at Rolls Royce was absolutely perfect. You know, I absolutely love working with Saab. Um, the work was great. My colleagues were great. I worked for a great uh, CEO. Um, but I had in my mind's eye where I wanted to be, um, you know, in terms of my career at the end of it, what my narrative, what the legacy was going to be. And I was pursuing that. And if I felt like I needed to leave, which obviously in this case I did, um, and, and, you know, and, and not to mention an amazing opportunity sort of came up, uh, as well, then, you know, take that opportunity to do what you feel like you need to do in order to get to where your next career is. So that's, that's step number career advice. Number one, career advice one, come with a plan and execute on the plan. Don't be afraid to be in the plan and Senator Nichols, president Nichols. I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, otherwise, it would be divorce nickels. Divorce president nickels. But this, but the second thing, the second piece of advice I got, um, I was reading Ken Chanel, who is the former uh, CEO of American Express, uh, gave an interview that I read early on in my career um, that, that still resonates with me today. It, you know, he was asked how he got to be CEO, the first African American CEO of of American Express. And you know, one of the responses he gave, the one, at least the one that sort of registered with me the most, was he said, I took the jobs that nobody else wanted. Right. And I made them successful. And so of course somebody said, Well, why would you do the jobs that nobody wanted? And he said, Well, if I totally screwed up, nobody was expecting anything from me anyway, because it was going nowhere and everybody knew it. If I changed it, which more often than not, I was able to do and make it really successful that I was going to get on everybody's radar, right? And so that was part of, you know, the way I sort of approach my career is I'm going to do the jobs that maybe not a lot of people would want to do, um, or that would be more challenging because of the environment or what have you. Uh, and hopefully, um, you know, as, as I think my career has, has borne out, I was fortunate enough to be relatively successful in, in each of those endeavors. And the more I became more successful in those endeavors, the more it started to weave a strand uh, and a narrative of who I was and how successful I was at doing uh, the practice of law and got other people's attention or it was easier to get other people's attention. Uh, including the, uh, you know, all the way to the White House. So that's the second piece of advice is, you know, maybe take, take a chance on yourself. What's that? Take Sorry. a chance on yourself and do the take job that maybe nobody else wants and make it and make it a success because that's the easiest way to get on somebody's radar screen in my in my experience. That's fantastic. And then, and I will tell you, we've done I don't know fifty or a hundred of these interviews. Nobody's ever said that piece of advice. That's a great, you know, I've heard take you believe, have confidence in yourself, but do the jobs that nobody wants is such an interesting and like smart approach. It makes sense when the way you put it, but that's fantastic. Sorry, and you had a third? In, in fairness, it's the way Ken put it, but, uh, you, know, Ken, you know, Ken was immensely successful at it. So I figured, you know, he had to be onto something. Highest form of flattery, right? As they say. So. so um, you had a third one, Mark. Sorry to interrupt. No, and, and and the third piece of fun is uh, third piece of advice is have fun. Um, you know, we do we spend a lot of time doing what we do in order to become the experts that we hope that people will see us as. 
and and there's a level of seriousness that comes seriousness of purpose that comes with with doing that and creating that legacy but if you're not having fun doing it you're dreading getting up every morning to have to go into a job that you know you absolutely hate well then that's also a part of your legacy <laughs> you have a lot more control over that um, than than i think sometimes people realize and so you know it it, it may be simple um, but sometimes we some we sometimes overlook the simple. Have fun at what you do, and if you're not having fun, it's time to change. Great. So if I could summarize the Mark Nichols key to to life success: have a plan and faith in yourself to do it. Take the jobs that nobody wants, and make sure that you have fun when you do your job. Make sure that you're having fun, that you enjoy. Which I've heard that, and I I, I try to live that, Mark. I totally agree. I couldn't agree more. I think it's interesting because I've tried to implement that in management. I don't know how well, but if somebody leaves the firm, we had my favorite associate left two weeks ago. The guy spent like three years training and he summered with us and he went to Washington and Lee of all things. And he was finally like this year. Good. He was like, good at stuff. And he got hired by Amazon and he got hired for like some ridiculous sum of money, more than you make in the federal government as like a fourth year lawyer doesn't make any sense, but I'm so happy and proud of it. And all I can say is that's great. He was having fun with us, but you know, if he's, if it's something that's an opportunity or exciting for people, I don't know. How do you, how do you have that environment? How do you make being an FAA lawyer? fun? That's a good question. I try to keep it light. I I think if you talk to any of, of, of the staff that are close to me on an everyday basis, they would tell you I'm the first one with the joke or, you know, try to bring some levity to a situation. You know, I take my job seriously. I try not to take myself too seriously. Um, you, you know, uh, you know, I I will take a, a good ribbing as I can give. Um, you know, to, to folks. You know, trying to keep it keep it very light. Do you have an aviation joke for me? An FAA joke? <laughs> joke. No, like, no. I actually, uh, surprisingly, I have more lawyer jokes than I have aviation jokes at this point. But yeah, I figure there's still some time. <laughs> we have the boy in my arms tired at some point. You know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I just flew. I don't. I don't. I don't have a lot of aviation jokes either. We all know lawyer jokes. They're so much easier, right? Well, the other thing is that you know aviation jokes. You know, uh, other than the one that you just mentioned, um, you know, so that's it, kind of hard if they don't land right because you know the seriousness. Uh, you know, when you're talking to, you know, you don't know who, quite who the audience is, and you have people who maybe had. You know, family uh, have some sort of situation on an aircraft. You know, yeah. see, it's a very ginger line you have to walk there. Lawyer jokes, nobody really cares about that much because everybody has some jokes. That's FAA jargon. You're like, they don't land right. That doesn't fly. <laughs> yes. You know. All right. I just want you to glide in under the radar on this one. I feel like you could do a lot with that, like kind of background humor. Anyway, so digressing. So, Mark. Anything else to share with the crowd or have we summed it all up or did I encapsulate? No, I think we summed it all up. You know, again, thanks for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Um, you know, this has been fun for me. Uh, it's a little bit unusual for uh, a chief counsel day to do a podcast. So this has been absolutely fantastic. And I wish you sure. all the success, um, you know, with your career and, and with the podcast to come. Well, we will have, um, we will, I'm sure, we much listen to and we will share it with you and your your handlers <laughs> as we, call, we start calling them. I don't know what else to call them. 
entourage that follows you around. I'm like, Mark's got like people now. He's like, talk to my people. I was like, what is this? But anyway, it's kind of interesting. Um, even like scheduling like a drink with you is insane. Okay. So, so it's ridiculous. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, thank you listeners for joining us on this final episode with Mark Nichols, Chief Counsel of the Federal Aviation Administration. Download us wherever you get your videos, podcasts, all that stuff. You know where it is, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, iTunes. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Black Letter Podcast. That's all for today's episode of Black Letter. Thanks again for listening. Join us next time when we talk about more Black Letter issues in creative ways. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and check out our website at blackletterstudios.com.